Bring in the bass. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the podcast here at joshcolebluegrass.com. We're uh, bringing you a fun episode today. We're doing a little follow-up episode to, uh, to one we did earlier on the show. But uh, before we go any further with that, let's talk about who's here. I'm joined, of course, by the one and only Alfonso. Hey, how, how did you get in the house today, Fonz? Well, you know, it wasn't the normal, you know, throw pebbles at your window. <laughs> you know, it was, I, I, I appreciate the key, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> so, I just started leaving it under the mat because, you know, I already had to replace a couple windows. Uh, well, hey, you know, we're also, uh, we're going to be looking at some Norman Blake here today. This is from 1977. And when we, we did the first part of this set, we were joined, of course, by the one and only Eric Clampett. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Clampett? Yeah. Wait a minute, that's right, I'm sorry, I forgot, Clampett couldn't be here today. I know, I just tried to put my arm around his shoulder and he wasn't there. Is that why you fell off your chair? That's why I fell off my chair. Man, well, we miss you, Clampett, we wish you were here, but you know, as, uh, as I heard someone say once, I think Bugs Bunny said this, the show must go on. The show must go on, and uh, you know, I guess he's got this thing, it's a job, um, I, I don't know. Job? Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. <laughs> but I guess it's important, and he had to do that. Yeah. And, you know, what about us? <laughs> that's right, that's right. Won't somebody think of the children? I mean, yes. us. Think of us. Yes. And there's children here. There's children here. Yeah, I mean. Exactly. We're thinking of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is going to be some live Norman Blake. And of, uh, if, you, if you're familiar with Norman Blake, I feel like... I mean, I feel like putting on some live Norman Blake is like reach, reaching into the bluegrass treasure bag and pulling out a, a real serious gem. Uh, <laughs> if you know about him, you realize this Good. is kind of cool. This is kind of an unusual or rare thing, especially for those of us who have uh, had our bluegrass lives out here on the West Coast, because he doesn't come out this way. So getting to hear Norman Blake live uh, is a real treat. And then, um, I mean, if you're not familiar with him, he's just solid as a rock. So it's a pleasure to listen to anyway. But uh, yeah, now, are you talking about his physique? <laughs> he's, he's cut no not so much i guess i don't have first-hand knowledge on that but well because it sounds like you did well yeah, it's true but hey i i've never seen him remember i said that part no, too because right, i'm out right, here on the west right, coast that's right and he doesn't uh he doesn't fly so he only drives and so he doesn't make it over here so oh, that's often. right yeah but um this is a real treat and especially come 1977 where he's really in his prime i mean we talked about it on the episode uh with clampett where we we featured the first part of the set. Norman Blake has been on so many historically important recordings for bluegrass. Um, the, the the first one that pops to my mind is the John Hartford Aeroplane recording sessions, which was wow. groundbreaking at the time. Um, he's If you start looking around at some of these albums, he's been there. He's always in the background. That's it cool. makes me think he's really maybe like pulling the strings. He's like, you know, maybe the diabolical. He is, he's like, he's got a piece of, uh, a little piece of everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you know? start looking at historical pictures. Like, hey, is that Norman Blake in the background? Hey, is that Norman Blake in the background? <laughs> hey, this, this, this picture is from 1898. Is that Norman Blake in the background? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, sa- I- I'm starting <laughs> to put together a theory that maybe, well, I don't want to give it away. Let me, let me finalize the theory. <laughs> he's been around and he's been on everything. And so we're, I'm real happy to bring this show. That's cool. Bring this show to the listeners here. And so without any further ado, let's start off. We're going to go. Uh, this is the second half of a set that he played in 1977 at the Great Midwestern Music Hall in Louisville, Kentucky. Going to start out with a track called Ladies on the Steamboat. Ladies on the Steamboat. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. Like 1890s Steamboat? Yeah. Yeah. 
Guitar, we got nothing back there. <laughs> Stripped the wire. All right, we got another one. Hey, back there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here she comes down there, fall in it, probably. Yeah. Bring me on the guitar.
Well, we did get through the first number, didn't we? Okay. I can't get them to last five years no more to save my life. They don't make them like they used to, do they? Yeah, this just lasted more than five years. Do a little number called the Southern Railroad Blues.
fun with this one, man.
old Jerusalem Ridge
right. Well, let's see if this one works. Well, that was a jam-packed session there. Of uh, We had a couple medleys. The first one had uh, Ladies on a, on the Steamboat. was started with Ladies on the Steamboat, which is, sounds like a great start. That's a great place to start. <laughs> yes. Followed by uh, an, an instrumental that we're not quite sure of uh, uh, what the title was, but it was going really well up until Norman breaks a string. Yes. And ironically, that's not what a string sounds like when it breaks, <laughs> but that is our signal for a string breaking here at Air Quote Studios. Exactly. <laughs> yes, and then... Um, it's international. Is that international? Yeah, yeah. I thought that meant Pop Goes the Weasel. That's a little more exclusive. That's not international. <laughs> well recognized in a lot of countries, it's not considered international. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So then, all right. So then, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, after that, there was another medley... Uh, that started off with Southern Railroad Blues, right into Jerusalem's Ridge, <laughs> and then uh, again yet another song that uh, we are unaware of. That we we like to call those songs question marks. Or at least that's how we write them down. That's right. They show up on our list, especially if the person who posted these shows doesn't know the song, uh, puts it as a question mark. I, I like to go through. We'll go through and see if we can figure them out. But some of them we just don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was, that was, talk about some medleys, man. Norman Blake busting out the medleys and uh, some good stuff there. Jerusalem's Ridge is actually a Bill Monroe song, uh, a tune, an instrumental that is uh, real famous. It's good stuff. Yeah, it was, it was made real famous by Kenny Baker, of course, of Amazing Fiddler. And uh, it's neat to hear Norman doing a guitar version of that song. Now, all right. So, like, I know we've got a lot of, like, real, like, people that know about bluegrass listening mm-hmm. to this show. Mm-hmm. And again, you know that I, I am learning mm-hmm. every day. So, I think that... I might know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it for my little brother because he asked me this question. I sure. swear this is his question. Sure. Is there a difference between a fiddle and a violin? No. Is it just the way you play it? Yep. Exactly. And I mean, there's some social stigmas, like uh, <laughs> like classical violin players would be offended if you asked them if they played the fiddle. They'd probably tell you no. Bunch um, of, like bunch of hipsters. Right. Because, but, but you, I bet you, if you would go to a bluegrass player and call it a violin, they wouldn't really trip about it. They might say, "Well, we call it a fiddle around here." But I was gonna say that's because they're hillbillies and they don't know any better. Yeah, or they don't. Well, I'm sorry, can, they don't prefer to be called hillbillies. They like to be, they like to be called sons of the hills. <laughs> what is there? What? <laughs> that's also another international uh, sons phrase. of the hills. Maybe it's sons of the mountains. But yeah, they, there's a, there's a more more politically correct way now. To, yeah, when you refer I, to the hillbillies, I mean sons of the mountains. Yes, there, I mean there's no hillbillies. I mean. I feel like the next step in politi- politically correct is going to be when they address why they're calling it Sons of the Mountains because there's clearly female Oh, that's true. As well. Well, maybe, well, maybe, they, maybe they're just a little more sophisticated. Kinfolk of the mountains? Well, maybe the women are like, you know what? You guys can have that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. you guys go ahead you and call it. You, you, you guys one. are the sons. 
Sons of... Well, I, I want to maybe take an official stance here on this program today that we changed the politically correct from Sons of the Mountains to Kinfolk of the Mountains to incorporate our female... I think we should ask them first, Josh. <laughs> they may not want that. All right, call them up. We'll call them on the next step break. Yes, we'll call do them they have a representative? <laughs> do we have a representative? Exactly. It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> What are we uh, doing here? Anyways, we're here to play some music. That's right. The next, uh, so uh, coming up, we're gonna be listening to the Last Train from Poor Valley. Oh, this is a great song. This is a Norman Blake original. This one is a heartbreaker. Is that a steam train? I can only assume. Okay. It is about mining coal. Okay. Well, whoa, you, dude. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> my bad. My bad. All right. Well, anyways, here we go. string there we'll see what we can do I like to bring out the band at this point my string changers I wouldn't want to low rate them by calling them a band here <laughs> Maybe you better play me a G and let me see where this thing is. What gauge did you put on here? 32. You got a fourth on for a third. It's kind of tight. This sounds good. Give me a G one time. Y'all bear with us. This is one of them nights. think this string gonna last no longer and Pat stayed in the army anyway. Y'all get ready, this don't go too. Goes the profits right down the drain. <laughs> We'd like to uh, get up in the key of A here now and do your little song called The Last Train from Poor Valley. It was good one time, everything was mighty fine. The cold temples roared in night. All the things that got slow for no reason that I know. The winds they hold inside. Now the mines all closed down, everybody. Wasn't very 
the, the very last tune in the uh, it's called Ice on the Road. It's a Canadian tune as far as I know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
whiskers and the tongue bad and the girlfriend mighty plain. Was it to do over, boys? I don't live them days again. That was Last Train from Poor Valley, and then we had another medley from Mr. Norman Blake. Uh, this one being called on the on the the page here a D medley, so just a bunch uh, of D tunes, which is cool. And oh, then that's uh, not a grade. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you know, these are just okay. Yeah, I give it a D. <laughs> no, no, that's the key, not the grade. Oh, uh, okay. it's grade A. It's grade A D. Med medleys. medleys. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Uh, and then uh, ended that last set with Coming Down from Rising Fawn. Oh, man. 
That's tough to come down from. That's, yes. uh, you don't feel very good when you're coming down. No, because I don't want to come back down. <laughs> <laughs> from Rising Fawn. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it was Rising Fawns. Maybe I just rising didn't fawns. hear that right. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's that's a really long and different kind of conversation there, Josh. <laughs> that's <Cole>. right. <laughs> Probably best saved for the Fawns cast. If yeah. I'm not. Yes. I, mean, I feel like that's very, it's a slippery slope. And, so, uh, no, no, no. Very long <laughs> conversation. <laughs> And distinguished. <laughs> oh, in an event. Uh, Stick me all this time. <laughs> I'm rising fall. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do a couple more songs from this Norman Blake set. Again, Norman Blake from uh, 1977 at the Great Midwestern Music Hall in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, going to start out here with a classic number, Tom Dooley. Nothing beats a good old murder ballad. Tom Dooley. It's right. Uh, murder ballads are cool. Isn't it Louisville? I don't know. It depends which side of the Mississippi you're on. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Wait. This is letters. <laughs> letters know no borders. <laughs> what does that Louisville, say? Louisville, Louisville. It looks Louisville. like it looks like Louisville to me. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is, live from Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> Here's an old song we'd like to try for you. Might have heard this with a little different tune. Kill poor Laurie Foster and 
this time tomorrow Where do you reckon I'll be? Down in a lonesome valley Swinging on a wild oak tree You can take down my old violin Play it all you please At this time tomorrow, boys It'll be of no use to me Hang your head, Tom Dooley Hang your head and cry For you killed poor Larry Chase me around the stump. All right, so that was Tom Dooley, and then finished up with The Devil Chased Me Around a Stump. Now, when you. I'd write a song about that too if that happened to me. Well, like, I don't know, like, I would be scared. For one thing, I wonder why like no the devil didn't just jump over the stump. Uh, but the it doesn't paint the devil in a real good light. He does kind of <laughs> seem like an idiot. Yes, and you know like the song sounds entirely different than what like you when you read the title. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, looking back at this set, I would write a song about if the devil chased me around a stump, but I wouldn't write a song about murdering my girlfriend, which is what Tom Dooley's about. So you got kind of the oh yeah that's the yin right. yang of it. Like I think that's really that was really the premise for gangster rap. You know, a bunch of guys talking about them doing illegal things that weren't real. <laughs> you know, I saw a bit on The Simpsons once where they were the uh, one of the bullies says, you know, filming this crime spree is the smartest thing we've ever done. <laughs> I kind of feel like this falls into that category. Why would you write a song confessing to all the things you did? I, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, that, exactly. Well, I mean, granted, this is about Tom Dooley. Sure. And who's not the lead singer of this band. You're right. You know, you're right. You're right. Right. Because, I mean, I believe it's Norman Blake. Yeah, you're right. And he's kind of pointing fingers. Tom Dooley, hang your head and cry. Oh, killed poor. That's right. So-and-so. Now you're bound to die. Maybe that's his alias. Ooh. That rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a great show, man. I really wish uh, we had old Clampy here. Me too. Me too. We probably could have come up with um, facts. And things to back up the stuff we're saying. If we could have had Clampy here, talking but... about who needs facts? This yeah. is some radio show. <laughs> I don't even have a fax machine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it's fine. We did sure. miss you, Clampet. We missed you, but you know we'll try and get you back. We'll uh, we'll coerce you if you come back. We'll get we'll have like snacks or something. It'll be yeah. cool. We'll have water. Yeah. We like you know it's totally. nice, good old cheap water. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, but that does wrap up this show, Norman Blake from 1977. I'm glad we got to follow up with the second half of this set because this is a real good show. Yeah, people wanted to know where the other half was, and we just were like, you know, we've we got to get the clamp back on. Yeah, yeah. And then it became clear it was going to be a little while before he could be here, so we followed up, and there it is. Um, before we go any further, I do want to take a quick second and just point out, hey, folks, we have a little spinoff show happening, a little comedy show happening. We do. Uh, go, and we're gonna, you're going to hear a little blurb about it, but go and check out FonzCast.com. It'll be well worth your time. If nothing else, you'll know where to avoid 
in the future yes. where in the internet not to go. Yeah, and just keep telling people to either go or not go there. Right. We'll take it any way you want to put it out there. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, that's at fonzcast.com. Yep. At that point, I think uh, I think we're going to wrap it up. Get out and sport yep. some live bluegrass. Yeah. Hey, girl. I heard you were wondering what a Fonzcast is. Well, it's whatever you want it to be. And everything you want it to be. Girl, it's everything I want it to be. And everything for you, for me, for the Fonzcast, baby.